I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. The FT a share in the profits, how you can benefit from employee share schemes. A 6% yield, but where are the most attractive buy-to-let properties? And a care fees solution. Downsizing and insurance schemes are proposed, but where's the advice? All this to come in the FT Money Show. I'm Matthew Vincent, and I'll be giving you this financial lowdown in downloadable form with my colleagues from FT Money, Elaine Moore. Hello. Tanya Poli. Hi. And Joe Cumbo. Hello. And our special studio guest, Nigel Bedford, Mortgage Manager at LargeMortgageLoans.com. Hello there. Let's start then with the money news. This week, Deputy Prime Minister Nick Clegg said that staff should be given a universal right to buy shares in the companies they work for to create what he described as a John Lewis economy. He was, of course, referring to the John Lewis Partnership, one of just a handful of UK companies that is 100% owned by its employees. But many companies already offer staff the chance to buy shares either at a discount or with the added benefit of tax perks. And it seems the lack of take-up of these schemes of late is more due to their complexity than to any lack of enthusiasm on the part of staff, as successive governments have tinkered with the system. Elaine, might this announcement uh, from Nick Clegg this week make it easier for all of us to, to get a share of our company's profits? Well, it certainly shone a light onto the whole system of employees having a stake in the company that they work for, but it's two slightly separate uh, issues. So what Nick Clegg is talking about is a 100% totally owned by the employees company like John Lewis. John Lewis is this company that everybody loves. It's outperformed the rest of the high street, although it did have a difficult year like the rest of the retailers in the UK. Um, there are very few other companies like it, so that raises its own set of questions of why that might be. Uh, according to some of the research, companies that are 100% employee-owned actually outperform the rest of the index, so that's a question to be asked. But what we're talking about this week in the money section is more the schemes that are available to employees where you can purchase shares in the company that you work for, for a discount or for a sort of um, added extra tax break. Yes, because I suppose no one's suggesting that any existing company is going to suddenly say, I tell you what, we'll give you the staff every share in the company uh, um, uh, for for nothing at all. But let's turn then to these schemes that currently exist. Um, There's more than one. Uh, They all have funny names. There are four of them. 
and they do have quite funny names. The one that most people will have heard of, perhaps, is the Save As You Earn schemes. That's S-A-Y-E schemes. That's the easiest to understand. That's the easiest one to understand. That's the one that has to be available to all staff. So this can't just be for your executives or your high earners. So you, if you want to introduce a scheme, you've got to give it to all your staff. Um, the amounts that you can save is quite low, and they haven't been raised for quite a long time. So it's £250 a month you can put away, um, and this can then be used to purchase shares in the future over a period of time three years five years or seven years your employee can also give you a discount on the price of the shares up to 20 percent so because of that discount it's quite a good option so the tax experts but what you should remember is that that money that you put away you get no interest on that so if you lock it away for seven years you're losing out potentially what you can get four percent i think a little bit more for a five-year savings bond at the moment so you lose all that and if the shares have come down in price since the day that you put you started the scheme you'll just get your money back nothing else and if you're not working for the company in seven years' time. Cash it in and you'll just get your money back Just your cash, no interest. Could Absolutely. It, could have been better off in a savings account. Yeah. Um, what about the other slightly whizzier schemes? There? So we've got the share incentive plans. That's the SIPs, not to be confused with the other kind of the SIPs. The self-invested personal pension. Yes. This uh, allows employees to invest up to £7,500 a year. This one, your employer can give you the shares if it so chooses. For nothing. For nothing, yeah. The shares are held in a trust and they have to be put away for generally for about five years in order to obtain the tax benefit. So um, it's slightly different to the Save As You Earn scheme because your exposure to the stock market is immediate, so you run the risk from the very beginning. There are a couple of others, and these are aimed at more high earners. So you've got the Company Share Option Plan with the whizzy name of CSOPS. 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 Mm. And you have Enterprise Management Incentives. The first one is uh, for senior employees, so you can put away £30,000 to buy shares. The second one, you can put away £120,000 to buy shares, but that's only if your company is quite small, so it has to be £30 million or less. So it's more about entrepreneurs being able to invest in their company. Now, with all this enthusiasm for employee um, share ownership, there's, there's one big um, caveat that comes with it, that if you rely on a company for your earnings and you rely on a company for a too large chunk of your investments, you're putting all of your eggs in one basket. All of your eggs are in one basket, and that is the repeated message from all of the people I've spoken to this week, from financial advisors, tax advisors. What they say is that these share saving schemes can be brilliant because you get the tax breaks, you get the discount. It's a good way to encourage you to save because the money often just comes out of your wage packet before you even have a chance to think about it. But... As you said, if you've put all your money into the same company and there's a downturn and the company collapses, then you are in a very tricky position. The poor Northern Rock employees, 85% of whom held shares in the company, found out when the company was nationalised, what they were holding was basically worthless. Yes, so make sure you have spread your risk uh, across other companies, not just your employer. But Elaine, thank you very much uh, for explaining the ins and outs of the current schemes. And if you'd like to know more about how you can benefit from any of these schemes, make sure you read Elaine's article in the money section of this weekend's FT and online at ft.com forward slash money. Still to come on the show, what's the best way to pay for care and who can you trust to tell you? First, though, property investment. New figures from estate agent Savills have shown that the number of buy-to-let landlords has surged during the financial crisis, 
buoyed by increasing rents. In the five years since 2007, private sector landlords have increased their share of the UK housing market by 42%. They now account for 19% of the total value of the UK's residential property. They're being attracted by rental yields of well over 6% in some cases and easier mortgage terms as banks and building societies relax their lending criteria for landlords. But while rental yields are increasing, there are still only certain areas where the average rent is high enough to qualify for the most generous mortgages. Tanya, lots of enthusiasm returning for buy-to-let property, but uh, it's not the case all over the country, is it? No, I mean... um we actually did some analysis um, this week to look at sort of the top buy-to-let investment yields that you can get. And there are some areas where there's some towns where you can actually get very high yields. Sort of, I think the highest one we found was um, 7.6% in Burnley. Um, a lot of the higher buy-to-let investment yields tend to come in sort of the north of, of England, um, where obviously, um, you know, there's lower, sort of lower house prices. Um, but... On average, I mean, what you're typically finding is, you know, London, there's average yields of around 5.1%. Southwest, it's 3.8%. And then, um, you know, other areas like Wales, it's around 4.4%. So not all areas are achieving kind of very, very high yields. And what we found, like, I think last week, we had a couple of mortgage lenders that came into the market and um, basically started offering 80% loan-to-values, which is obviously the highest loan-to-value you can get in the buy-to-let market at the moment. Um, But I've got Nigel here. We were discussing between ourselves that actually... um, even though this is a great headline-grabbing thing for these lenders to be offering 80% loan-to-values, um, it's probably going to be quite limited take-up because not many landlords will actually be able to achieve a high enough yield to actually have access to that 80% borrowing. Is that the case? Yes, you're absolutely right, Tanya. There's three main lenders that are now offering 80% deals, the Leeds Building Society, mm-hmm. um, Aldermore, yep. and uh, the Mortgage Works are one of the traditional buy-to-let lenders and have been very active in the sector throughout. But the, you're finding the interest rates that you'll pay for an 80% deal are very much on the high side. It's a big step up from what you'll pay for a 75% deal. And co- correspondingly, the yields that you'll need, because all of those three lenders require the rent to cover the mortgage by at least 125% to qualify. So you're needing yields of well in excess of 5.5% to qualify. And as you said, in a lot of areas of the country, that just isn't going to happen. Yeah, and that's the case, isn't it? Because obviously, like you say, it's 125% rental coverage that most lenders typically across the board are asking for now. I mean, that's obviously very different from what it was pre, pre-credit crisis, where actually some were like, asking for just 100% rental coverage. Um, so there's obviously that kind of struggle in terms of actually making sure you have enough rental income to cover those payments. That, that's absolutely right. You, we, we found um, there were lenders, say pre, pre-credit crunch, who would look for just 100% rental coverage at interest rates of sub-3%. And pretty much everything fitted then, so it was very, very easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the effect of that has been twofold. Those clients who've got those mortgages quite often can't remortgage away anymore mm-hmm. because the yields just aren't there to allow them to do so. But secondly, quite often those deals were very, very good in as much as after the initial deal finished, they went on to very low lifetime trackers. And so those clients are very happily sitting on very low rates and um, yep. really making a lot of money from their rental. So those guys are obviously likely better off for the next you know, few years, obviously, while interest rates start remain low, so they're not necessarily going to need to remortgage as much. But I guess the people who obviously want to expand their portfolios, um, they're typically going to have to be looking for those deals which are higher loan-to-values, aren't they? They're going to have to put down more deposit to be able to afford the rental cover. 
Exactly. Yeah. It's either clients who are wishing to take equity out of their properties to put down as a deposit for new purchases or those who are looking to buy brand new properties as well. So, that, yes, it does work. certainly affect those. But we've had some good, other good news this week, though, in terms of, um, well, we say good news, but actually, again, there's um, caveats attached, I guess. Um, we've seen Barclays slash Woolwich re-enter the 75% loan-to-value market, which obviously they yes. entered that back in November, I believe, and they obviously withdrew quite shortly afterwards after seeing quite a big demand from from landlords and brokers alike. Yes, last year they totally uh, got it wrong with their pricing. It was way too attractive and they and they were just so swamped with applications they couldn't cope. Yeah. This time round they've come back at 75%, which is great, but initially it's only through uh, branches mm-hmm. and also the rates, to be honest, aren't that great. Uh, there are a lot better deals out there and anybody who's looking at 75% deals should really shop around and find something better than Barclays are offering, to be honest. Yeah, and actually, um, I guess lastly, we should talk about Santander. They obviously also entered the market before Christmas, um, started launching buy-to-let loans. Um, I remember us discussing at the time that actually um, I think their their range was very limited, um, wasn't very competitive, um, but they've this week actually cut their buy-to-let rates they, and, and launched some new tracker deals as well. They have. They, they've launched some very attractive deals, both at 60% and more specifically at 75% as well. So in the 75% loan-to-value category, mm-hmm. uh, Santander, Stroke, Abbey and Elm, one of the best, one of the leading lights. So we are actually starting to see some quite good competition and maybe, I guess, Barclays will... will in- sort of make their rates a bit more competitive? I think once they've got their servicing issues totally sorted out, the the intention very much is to launch back through the broker market again, where most of the buy-to-let mortgages are generated and sold, and also come in with better rates. I think they'll, they'll be doing that this year. Mm-hmm. Well, it's definitely an area to watch out for, I think. The buy-to-let mortgage market's heating up. It is. Who would have thought it would be back so <laughs> soon? Uh, Tanya and Nigel, thank you very much uh, indeed for that. And for a map of the above-average yields that can be found in parts of the UK and details of those mortgages, make sure you read our analysis in the money section of this weekend's FT and online at ft.com forward slash money. And finally today, paying for residential care. This week, the Health Secretary began cross-party talks to seek agreement on a new system of paying for care of the elderly. Ideas suggested in recent days have included a downsizing scheme to allow older people to rent out large family homes and a requirement for people to pay the first £60,000 of the cost of care. But in the meantime, elderly homeowners needing to raise cash but without access to traditional mortgages remain at risk of being wrongly advised to move into equity release schemes, according to the findings of a new investigation, according to which the consumer group nearly a quarter of qualified advisers gave insufficient or wrong information to people who are looking to release equity. Joe, um the cost of care remains a major problem for so many people and so many so many families children of uh, elderly parents um these findings about the advice that was being given on equity release are really pretty shocking aren't they well it it is shocking um because these problems with advice for equity release have been persisting in the market since 2005 when the financial service authority said it had serious concerns about the advice that was being given to to elderly um 
pensioners and and borrowers. Now we know that once you hit your your late 50s to 60s, the options for raising finance from your home are limited and that's where equity release has a place if you're cash poor but asset rich. What these schemes allow you to do is unlock cash from your house so you, you get a lump sum and it's secured against the value of your home and you can repay it, you can stay in your home rent free and and you can repay it once you you die or you move into long term care so these these types of financing arrangements are commonly used for people if they want to to have cash for a holiday or for a home but in the broader framework of looking how to raise finance for for care funding fees there is a, it is being considered as well too so these concerns about the advice given to individuals to take out these arrangements it is a continuing concern and uh, i suppose the familiarity with these types of products and, and, the, and the names they have. I mean, some are called lifetime mortgages, aren't they? Well, equity uh, releases is lifetime yeah. mortgages, and I think the the change in um, the way they're described was to try and distance equity release from its reputation um, of many years ago. Which was not uh, good. It was not good, and since then the industry has tried to raise standards for, for, for advisors who are selling these products. Now, anyone selling these products should have a special qualification in equity release or home reversion, which is another type of of way to unlock cash from your property. But um, the the worrying thing about this WITCH survey, which found that only six out of 22 visits it undertook to multi-tied advisors, to IFAs and to lenders, they only passed six out of 22. So even amongst qualified advisors, the advice that was given is woefully inadequate. And for those people who are worried about the advice they might have been given, um, what are the downsides to equity release that people should be aware of? The biggest one is is the cost. Now, with interest rates on your your loan typically at six to seven percent every year it once it it's rolled up as well too, so it's compounded every year, and it's estimated that after ten years, your your debt is going to double. So that is the biggest lingering headache for you. And in the WITCH survey, the the downsides were not adequately pointed out to individuals. And there is interactions too for for pensioners taking out loans in terms of their entitlement to state benefits and also the exit penalties on these products for people who want to say they get cash, they've sold their home, they want to pay it out. You know, that can be quite costly too. So there are lots of downsides to equity release. Certainly are. Um, and just very quickly, there's been some press coverage this week about a, you know, possibly a new downsizing scheme that will let people um, move out of large family homes that are sort of too big for their requirements, rent, rent them out. Um, it's possible to do this already, isn't it? It is. I mean, you can, as a private individual, you can go to a, a letting agent and ask them to take over the, you know, the responsibility of of uh, renting your home. But the twist on this is the, the council's involvement in facilitating that, that, that they have potentially will offer to do the repairs and maintenance on your property to bring it up to standard to to shift to help you move into rented accommodation I think this initiative is really targeted at sort of frailer individuals who might not be able to facilitate that privately by themselves but it's being described as a win-win situation for individuals for homeowners and and for the council what they'll get out of it is they'll get the property and they'll be able to rent it out 
So, well, you, ta- well, you get the income, but they will be able to offer your home to individuals who are looking to rent. So there could be some more help um, for people looking to meet their care costs in the future, and we'll keep tabs on that. Um, Joe, for, for now, thank you very much indeed. And uh, for more on current funding options, make sure you read Joe's article in the money section of this weekend's FT. Well, that's all we have time for in this uh, week's FT Money Show. Remember, you will find all of these stories, plus daily news updates, blog posts and top tips on our website, ft.com forward slash money. You can also follow our tweets at twitter.com forward slash FT Money. And if you'd like us to answer a question about any aspect of your finances, just email us. The address is ask at ft.com. Next week, we'll bring you another financial lowdown in downloadable form. But until then, it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from Joe, Tanya, Elaine and our special guest, Nigel Bedford of largemortgageloans.com. Goodbye. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.